Well, today we begin the real high excitement leading up to Christmas. Starting on December 17th, the church does things a little differently in picking readings. And so every year, December 17th, we have these readings, no matter what day of the week it is. And we are going to work our way through the first chapter of Matthew and the first chapter of Luke this week. And today is all about genealogy. Our first reading is also kind of genealogical. It comes from Genesis. And Jacob, basically on his deathbed, gathers his 12 sons, who are the heads of the 12 tribes of Israel, and sort of gives a last will and testament to them, and sort of a little bit of a prophecy about what's going to happen. And we're going to hear what he says to his son Judah, which is in the middle. Um, He's already talked to Reuben and Levi and said, well, you guys weren't exactly always uh, the best sons. And, um, but yet the Bible tells us that Reuben and Levi have very important parts to play in our story of how salvation has happened. And so we'll be reflecting on that in our homily today. And on this day of the year, Proclaiming the gospel is much harder than preaching on it. You probably recognize some of the names on this list. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Judah, Ruth, Jesse, David, Solomon. And if you've studied a bit, maybe Hezekiah and Josiah. And of course, Joseph and Mary. They are role models for us. Even though they, except for Mary, weren't perfect people. There are other names on this list that no one knows, not even the scripture scholars. There is no record outside of this list that some of these people even existed. And who knows? Maybe Matthew made them up just to get his 14, 14, 14. But then there are a few other people on this list who are truly remarkable. Because they are known to us in the Bible because of their sinfulness. The first is Rahab, who actually is a good person in the Bible. She assisted Joshua um, when he tried to take the town of Jericho for the Israelites. But the Bible is very clear that she was a prostitute. Then there is somebody here referred to as the wife of Uriah. Well, we know that she, her name was Bathsheba. And Bathsheba committed adultery with none other than King David. And that is how King Solomon was born. And the last is Ahaz. Ahaz is recorded in the Bible as being one of the most wicked kings of all of Israel and Judah. Now, Matthew could have easily left out mentioning Rahab and the wife of Uriah. He only mentions four women in this whole list. Why did he include them? And if this is not factual, and we do not know if it is, why would he have Ahaz be a direct uh, predecessor of Jesus? Well, I guess it's because Matthew wants to make a point that Jesus, like us, was not born in idyllic circumstances. And his humanly heritage was imperfect. 
God gives each of us the ability to transcend anything in our past that we think is holding us back. Come, Lord Jesus.